I have thoughts. <laughs> I have lots of thoughts. So as see, you drew me <laughs> off sides and it's even a football topic. Um, okay. Country roads take me home to a place I belong. And that's wherever is your home. That's where you belong as we kick off episode number 186 of the Promo Front Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Bill Petrie. Let's call him the good doctor. Let's go back to where we began. The one and only Kirby Hosman. Kirby, how the hell are you? And are you glad to be off the road from PPAI Expo? Yeah, man, I'm good. I really am. I'm, I'm really good. Uh, Expo was really good this year for me, um, as we we talked about that a little bit last year or last week, excuse me. And but yeah, man, there's nothing like getting home and and uh, sleeping in your own bed. And I don't know about you, but while I've got a little bit of this, you know, going on, but nothing bad. Like I feel good, which I think a lot of people really got hit hard by sickness coming out of Expo. Um, and and yeah. not a huge surprise, but uh, so I feel very good yeah. that I am I am feeling good. So how about you, man? Uh, I same same with you. I'm I'm glad dry January is almost over. Uh, not because <laughs> I didn't drink, but because I'm tired of people telling me that they took part in dry January um, <laughs> more than anything else. Uh, no, like you came back from Vegas and, and kind of have that four or five days of am I just tired? Am I getting sick? What's going on? And then you see all the social media posts. Of, I've got COVID. I've got Lyme disease. I've got uh, you know, I, I've got the plague, whatever it yeah. is. It seems like everybody got sick this year. Yeah. Usually um, they don't share that. when they get herpes, but yeah. Well, okay. Well, um, let's don't share that. I'm just super. saying. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I'm glad to be home. Um, and I know you are too. And you know, uh, I, I, I'm finally rested. You know, mm, it took yeah. me a few days to kind of catch up and get rested. And it was a fantastic PPAI Expo, and I'm sure you're glad to be home as well, as you mentioned. The weather was so crazy, I felt like I had to watch uh, my phone for potential flight delays. It's got me to thinking about something. It got me to thinking about how much there is to watch in the industry right now, Kirby. Mm -hmm. Now, did you watch and notice that our good friends over at Bell Promo dropped three fabulous new products? You know what? I, I had the opportunity to talk to the folks at Bell Promo. So yeah, they, they've got a lot going on. Well, yeah, so then you know they've got three new travel mugs. You got the ATM 398, which is the Lotus 23 ounce travel mug that's got no handle, mm -hmm. uh, very uh, easy to take around, portable, and that's as low as 549. The ATM 388, that's the Hugo uh, 40 ounce stainless steel uh, mug. And we all know those popular stainless steel mugs. Now, this one has a plastic inner liner, so it's a little more cost effective, and that's as low as 699. And then I think it's my personal favorite, the Alps, the 40-ounce stainless steel travel mug, fully insulated stainless steel, and that's as low as $889. Hard to beat that. With Bell Promo, here's what you don't need to watch, Kirby. Mm -hmm. You don't need to watch your inventory because they have the largest inventory in the industry, and it's ideal for large orders and opportunities. They, you don't have to watch minimums, low minimums, 12 pieces, 12 pieces. Can you get lower than that? 
Theoretically, yes, but in reality, no. 12 is the lowest you can go. And you don't have to watch your wallet, Kirby, because they have the lowest pricing for printed in-stock merchandise. In fact, if you find a lower price for any printed in-stock item, they're going to beat it. Now, my sense is you've been watching all the great things that Bell Promo's been doing, haven't you, Kirby? Yeah, no, I, I'm a, I'm, I've become a big fan, especially we talk about this ever since uh, Promocations. Uh, we've really developed yeah. a great relationship with them. And so Susan and Tom and the whole crew over there, we're just, we, we've really fallen in love with how easy it is to do business with them, to be honest with you. Just, they just make it easy. Yeah, and that was a theme throughout the promo cruise. And Kirby, there's no way on God's green earth or the devil's red earth I could have said it any better. But I'd like to add something else, if I may, uh, that bears watching at Bell Promo. It's the fact that they have free, that's right, free spec samples. It's pretty good, right? That's pretty good. That's, that's hard to beat. Yeah, I'm going to beat it. How about free shipping on free specs? Okay. Wow. That's awesome. Yeah. That's that's almost impossible to be. So head over to our good pals at bellpromo.com. Kirby, are they going to be sorry they did? They will not be sorry they did. Excellent. I want to thank you for having the courage to podcast with me this morning as I'm <laughs> amped up. You are. Um, and uh, so we get back from the trade show. I have the upfront section. So one of the things I was, you know, we, Kirby and I kind of talk about there's weeks that it's great to, to have the upfront section mm -hmm. of the podcast. That's easy. And there's weeks that it's less than great to have the upfront <laughs> section of the podcast. This is one of those weeks until I started thinking about how my week was going. And what I want to chat with you about, especially from your perspective as a distributor, the week following Expo and how you manage your time, how you manage your follow-up, and so on and so forth. So I'm going to share my what I do from a service provider perspective. So mm -hmm. when I go to Vegas, I'm not there to see new products. I go and see new products because I absolutely want to do that. But I don't, that's not for my clients. My clients are distributors. My clients right. are suppliers. And in some cases, even other service providers. So I have a lot of follow-up. So my, my week in Vegas is meeting, 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 lunch, meeting, 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 dinner, meeting, you know, it's just like that. So this week, I I, I kind of categorized my week and I did this over the weekend because I was like, I have so much to do. Mm. I don't know how I'm going to get it done. And I have a finite period of time to do it. And I don't want to become a complete mental patient about it. I really want to do it smart. So I, I, this is what I did. I actually wrote it down. I broke down. Monday was my organization day. All mm. I did Monday was organize. What do I need to do? When do I need to do it? How do I get, you know, what's the best way to stack my tasks so that I'm super efficient? So it's not running from something that's, you know, very creative to something that's very, uh, you know, non-creative. Yeah. So I could stack. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. So I could stack things. I, so I dealt with really most of my Monday. Mm -hmm. Tuesday, I had meetings. I had nine follow-up meetings on Tuesday, wow. all of them Zoom, a lot, of, but that's okay. Yeah, I good. wanted to do that. that and, I, and I did a couple little things in between the meetings. Now, Wednesday, it was cranking out work. It was, I, I had almost no meetings yesterday. I basically just did work. I did uh, some graphic design. I did some uh, writing. I did some planning in terms of uh, 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 marketing plans and things like that I need to get to clients. Today's Thursday. So after we get off uh, today, I will be delivering a lot of the things I've been working on to people, a lot of the, the, the creative assets, things like that, making sure that everything's ready to go for next week. And then Friday, it's really just getting back on track 
getting ready for the next week. So get back into my routine of how my week flows. Mm -hmm. So I feel like it's been a good plan. I, I've made notes on how I might change it next time, but I want to hear what you do from a distributor perspective. Yeah, I, I'll be honest. I think what you just said there is, is I, I wish I was quite as organized as what you have been. Um, so th the way that we are, our meetings fall, we do a monthly sales meeting, a monthly staff meeting with everybody uh, that fell on Monday. Well, you know, so that's right away. Uh, right. It, it takes some time to pre prepare for. Now, the good news is then, so I spent the weekend looking at that and Jade, who went with me, um, kind of worked on kind of doing an update from the Vegas show for the team. So, you know, the whole idea yeah. is we're going, but we want to bring that value back to them. Um, Tuesday, right. tried to jam in as many uh, meetings. Um, I literally, my first meeting was at 7 a.m. with a client and I went uh, till late to try and just because Vegas and then we had vacation too. So I'm trying to jam a lot into a few days. Uh, yesterday right. was actually the OPA show, the Tom shows, which starts in Cincinnati. Oh, oh. Sorry, exactly. I always have to do that. No, oh, so Cincinnati, Columbus, today's Cleveland and Detroit on Friday. Um, so we, I took the whole team to go there. And then, so today then is podcasts, content, and, and then hopefully meeting mm -hmm. with a couple of clients too. So I haven't yeah. been nearly as, I haven't had that day in the office to do work. And that's been making me a little yeah. crazy to be totally honest with you. Um, but historically, one of the things the the two things that I try to take back from Vegas are number yeah. one, just cool new products that we can start to sure. showcase. Um, I know that, you know, one of the things we say is, oh, you don't want to be a product salesperson. And, and I think that's true, but I also it think is. that when you go to expo, one of the ways that you showcase that you're on the cutting edge is to showcase those mm -hmm. new, um, products that are, that, that are cool. Right. And I always joke that my market tends to be at the tail end of the snake when it comes to trends. Right. So I'll come right. and, and show them something in January or February and someone in October November will be like, Hey, remember that thing you showed me in January? We're right. ready for it now. And then the, that leads nicely into the second thing is just trends. I want to be yeah. um, well steeped in knowledge about what is going on in the industry. You know, <laughs> here, here's a newsflash sustainability like that. Like we not, we need to be able to um, create that conversation. Yeah. Actually, at one point, my daughter said, don't get me wrong. This is actually really important to me. But if one more person says sustainable, I'm going to throw up in my mouth. Like it, like, yeah. <laughs> like, it, um, but it's important yeah. for us to know that trend. Right. Um, yeah. So those are like the two things that I tend, it's like new products and new trends. And by the way, it does go right. to your point that, you know, the whole pumpkin spice thing that it was, if everybody's saying it, if you're saying this is a differentiator, yeah. but every one of your competitors is saying the same thing, it's not a differentiator. Just side note. <laughs> no, and that's a, it's, that's a great segue for a topic I'm going to bring up a little bit later, but I want to go back to something you said of, you know, we don't want to be product salespeople, but, you know, it is important to be aware of new products. I completely right. agree. And things that are on trend, cutting edge. I think the key though is, and I know you well enough to know you're not just showing up at a client saying, look at all of this new mm -hmm. stuff with blinky lights. It's you bring products to tie it into something, a message that your client needs to deliver. Hey, I saw this new product that I think is a more effective use of your 
marketing dollar because mm -hmm. it's going to broadcast your message further, wider, whatever. Yeah. So I know you always have purpose with that. So if you're just showing up with, hey, here's new products, I'm not sure, you know, I'm not sure that, and I know you, I don't think you do that. I think you're always tying it into how it might fit into somebody's marketing plans. And of course, there's a piece of, I don't know if this fits or not, but this was insanely cool. Oh, that's so it. There, look, it's not a, yeah. I'm not dealing in absolutes here, right? But I know for the most part, when you're looking at products, yeah, you're looking for a specific project, and, correct? And a specific client, maybe not here, not even a specific project. I think just a specific client. Hey, I don't know where this fits in yeah. for you, but this is you. Yeah. So <laughs> you know, I agree with that. So. It's the one time of year. Let me, like, there's one or two shows per year where we will actually create a presentation or a deck that is right. Because the reality of it is, even with my best clients, I know a lot of what's going on, but it blows sure. me away how often if I show them something, like if I if I say, hey, these are trending products, I'm not sure if they right. fit in from low dollar to high dollar. These are really cool things. And we can discuss this at our next meeting and how it might work. Right. It's the one or two times a year that I do say, here's 10 cool new products that we just, I'm not sure how it fits, but let's get together and see because it, yeah. I think it does show, and again, I could, I you can push back on this, but it, I think that doing it all the time, no, but I think a few times a year you say, look, we're on the cutting edge of what's going on. It's almost a branding piece for us, for us to feel that way, if that makes sense. Yeah. I won't push back because I think it's all gray area. Yeah. I think if someone is an absolutist and says, I'm going to show clients just new stuff all the time just because right. it's new and it has no right. relevance to their business. That's dumb. I think <laughs> if you hold off and only show things because it's only relevant for their business. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, that's dumb as well. I think, right. you know, we, we, we are becoming a society of absolutes and, right. and it drives me bananas. And so I don't want to contribute to that. I agree. There is a happy medium in there and there yeah. is time to just say, hey, look, I don't know if this works for you or not. I just cool. thought it was really cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And this is something I'm seeing. Yeah. yeah. You know, so I, I, I completely get it. Completely get it. Completely agree with you about the sustainable sustainability uh, piece. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Hey, Kirby, mm -hmm. I know you're aware of the phenomenal brands that make up the Kanata group, right? Kanata mm -hmm. blanket, hit out a towel, neat feet, big time Jersey. But I don't know if you know this, you can now find all of their brands at one destination. That's okay. right. Our pals at Kanata have launched a brand new website, thekanatagroup.com. Every okay. brand under one roof. It's super easy to navigate. Still has all that fabulous, amazing merchandise. And it's so intuitive. It's I, I've test-driven it. I've, I've gone on it. It's easily one of the best website user experiences in the industry. Yes, I was driving the Kanata bus. They gave me the keys and everything. So I want, I challenge everybody, go ahead and pause the podcast. You can start it back up again. Pause the podcast, head over to thekanatagroup.com and see what everyone's talking about. We're all talking about it. That's all we've been talking about in my house since I got home is that website. All right? I believe you. So do that. All right, Kirby, do you have another topic for us? Yeah. So the, this may, may be a quick one. I'm just curious to get your take on it. Because speaking of things that people every are talking about. Every time you say it's a quick one, every time not, you say yeah. it's a quick one, I go bananas. So I'm, I'm bracing <laughs> for impact. And I'm, I'm ready to go. So the, speaking of things everybody was talking about, when I got out to Vegas, whatever day that was, I think it was Saturday, there was a uh, playoff football game between the Chiefs yep. and the Dolphins, I believe it was. And it was yeah. NBC Universal. They put it only on 
Peacock on streaming. Yes, that's yeah. right. So, um, and it, it, people were talking about it because to be honest, I think a lot of people were really pissed, right? Like it was, yep. I mean, even, even I, so had I been home, I am not one of those people get sucked into that. I'd have been like, hmm, I guess I'm just not watching that game, right? I don't need another right. streaming service personally. But even in Vegas, I went to one of the bars to have a burger and a beer and they didn't have it. I'd had to go to a whole nother part of the casino to go check it out. But looks like it worked. So in the three days leading up to the game, um, they gained 2.8 million new subscribers at a $5.99 per month tier and uh the wildcard game shattered prior ratings drawing an average of 23 million viewers making up 30 percent mm -hmm. of internet traffic so what say okay. you are we going to be seeing more of this when it comes to playoff football are they going to be doing them exclusively on streaming networks how do you feel about that go i have thoughts <laughs> I have lots of thoughts. Okay. So as see, you drew me <laughs> off sides and it's even a football topic. Um, okay. So football is the, still the golden goose of entertainment in, in our country. Mm -hmm. And so the, that doesn't surprise me. The, what do you say? 5.3 million subscriber, new like subscribers, 2.8 like million. Yep. 2.8. I doubled it for them. Yeah. But, they're but, probably they, but they only, lose. they only had 30 million before. So that's a pretty, right. it's almost a 10% bump. Yeah. And my guess, I'd like to see how many of those number, how many of those subscribers stick right after one month. Yeah, exactly. Um, I, I, so I, I don't buy into that. It's working. Yeah. It okay. worked. Yeah, for so they got five ninety nine out of the two point three million people. Nice cash influx for sure, uh, but I'm not sure it makes it sticky. Yeah, um, when we talk about sticky marketing and sticky products, that to me is you're just begging people to hop in and hop out for yes. no reason. It's pay per view, and it's for a couple reasons. Yeah, and it's mm -hmm. a great great analogy. Perfect. I couldn't have said it better myself. In fact, I didn't even think about that. I feel ashamed now. <laughs> but here's the thing. You want people to stick around and, and basically have uh, access to the office, which is basically all Peacock is, from what I can tell. Um, do a different game presentation. Do something different. Do something interesting. Do something that I can't get anywhere else. Don't take what essentially I can get everywhere else and just slap it on something I got to pay for. Now, mm -hmm. I subscribe to the NFL Sunday ticket. Okay, mm -hmm. That's their YouTube TV now. For 20-odd years, it was direct TV. Uh, football is something we have enjoyed as a family. My kids love it. Sandy likes it. I love it. I like the option. If I want to, if, if two teams I didn't think were good and I'm out of that market and all of a sudden they're good, I want to, I want to see that game. So yeah. I, I like that option. It's worth the 300 bucks or whatever year it, it costs me. However, I get very offended when I pay for access to every game and the second to last week of the season, there was a regular season game also on Peacock mm. um, that I didn't have access to, even though from my perspective, I paid for it. Mm. Um, I think they need to figure that stuff out. Right. I think if someone pays for, if someone pays for the NFL Sunday ticket, basically I get all regular season games. I think you throw, you, you get every playoff game for free anyway, toss in that one for Peacock and figure out how to make, them make peacock hole. The NFL needs to figure out how to make peacock hole because asking me after I've shelled out 300 some odd dollars to pay for a game, I do find offensive. And mm -hmm. I think it's one of those things. What do they say? 
uh, pigs eat, but hogs get slaughtered. Mm. Um, and, and the NFL is getting to be a little bit of a hog. Yeah. And I, I worry about that stuff, uh, you know, with the, the product. Uh, so I don't, I, sure. Great. They got some streaming numbers. Um, I, I, I don't see it as it's not sustainable unless you're going to put the NFL on there all the time. Now, what I think they're doing, I think the NFL is doing what they always do. They're dipping their toe in the water. What's the tolerance for this? And maybe we can start selling streaming access uh, to specific teams. I've said this for years that I think the NFL Sunday ticket, you, I should have the opportunity to buy every game. But what if I just want to see the Browns games? Mm-hmm. Why can't I pay a third of what I pay for everything, but just have access to the Browns games that are out mm-hmm. of market? Yeah. I think uh, if you remember when Notre Dame became or NBC became the official uh, uh, network of Notre Dame, I can see very easily where, you know, Amazon Prime is the official network of the Los Angeles Chargers. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I do see that. I see that day coming and you have to subscribe because the money's going to run out at some point. Mm-hmm. They've got to find new revenue streams. So I see what they're trying to do. I don't love it. And I don't think it's sustainable because, you know, you're you only had to pay for a month. Yeah. It's it's real quick. And I, I know I'm babbling. It's like when uh, I used to not pay for annual membership to PPAI because I was concerned that I wasn't getting the value out of it as a service provider. I'd sign up month to month in October. I'd sign up for Expo. I'd pay my monthly fee through January. In January, the second I got on the plane, I'd cancel my subscription mm-hmm. or my my uh, my membership because I wasn't. I didn't feel I was getting the value out of it. Now that's not saying anything negative against PPAI, but because I didn't feel like there was value and I could go month to month, there was no incentive for me to keep paying for all year round. So right. if I'm if I'm Peacock and I'm going to do this. I'm making people commit to six months, make mm-hmm. commit to a year, but that's just me. All right. What do you, you say? Go. Sorry. I, I'm Bill Petrie and I approve this message. No, I mean, I, I was, uh, I think it's, it's a slippery slope, right? Because at the end of the day, mm-hmm. when it comes to, now this is a playoff game, which is why it was ultra offensive. I think to people, um, absolutely. I, I'll either go to a bar, I'll go someplace and they will not get my five ninety nine because I don't need another streaming service and I just won't do it. And so I'll, I'll watch the highlights on, uh, you know, ESPN the next day. So they'll, and what that happens is that, that they lose that advertising dollars and they start to lose me as a viewer. And so as you, as you mentioned, it was a slippery slope. I think it is. Well, the other thing is you're inviting people to uh, steal. Um, I shared, I can, I tell you right now, I shared my Peacock password to three people and I saw two of them log in for that game because they wanted to watch it. Now yeah. I was at dinner because we were in Vegas. You're, you're inviting people to, to share their passwords and stuff. And yeah. I mean, it's just, it, it's, it's really dumb thinking. Um, but yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for pissing me off, Kirby. All right. what I do, man? <laughs> All right. Hey, so earlier in the podcast, which what 14 hours ago when we started, yep. you mentioned sustainability was a huge buzzword mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. we've talked on this podcast before about greenwashing yeah people claiming things are sustainable when they're not so on and so forth well uh, i read an article on the ppai media website uh, mm-hmm. about the growing problem of ai washing so similar to greenwashing okay. uh, the sec the securities exchange commission is looking into cracking down on ai washing so like i said it's similar to greenwashing where a company's environmental statements are misleading or false ai washing refers to the practice of claiming a product or a service is AI powered when they're not. So 
as we know, AI is a catch-all term, and it literally refers to uh, tech that exhibits some level of learning, adapting, and automating. So, for example, chatbots on websites, which I have one on the Brand of Eight site, people want it. That's not AI. That's right. not AI at all. Another example, like simply using an, using an algorithm to analyze my search engine, uh, what I search for, then I get tailor-made ads to that. Also, not AI. So I really wanted to get your opinion on this. We've talked about how I think AI has just become this weird marketing term, much like mm. organic or uh, cage-free or farm-raised. It'd be I don't know what half of it means. Sounds great. Yeah, but it might as well be now with more molecules, half that stuff. I don't even know what it means. So I I want to get your opinion on this. And should the government get involved? Is it a real issue? Because there's a, real quick, there's a congressional committee that's getting together, there's a bipartisan committee looking at how do we do this? Because it's a wild west out there right now. Mm. Yeah, I, I mean, I think you know this about me. When when Whenever the sentence or the question is, should the government get involved? My initial oh, yeah. thing is no, um, right. because historically I'm speaking- I'm from the government. I'm here to help. And and historically speaking, the people who are assigned to this congressionally or whatever don't know their ass from a tin bucket when it comes to whatever we're talking about. I, I, there was nothing more um, entertaining than watching uh, Congress people right. quiz- um, Zuckerberg on Zuckerberg. Yeah. On Facebook. I'm like, you do, like, if you don't understand the platform, you shouldn't be trying to come up with uh, this. And, right. And I, I don't know. I, yes, I think that it is a little bit exhausting when people are saying that everything is AI powered. Yeah. I, 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 this is one of those things that I kind of think that will play out in itself because I think it's just the latest buzzword that will move along, like not AI itself, but the, the idea right. that things will, you know, I don't know. I don't see this being as big an issue that we need to start enacting laws over it. Um, do I think that some of the um, things that are, you know, this is AI powered or bullshit? Yeah, sure do. But I tend to go, no, it's not. And then I move on with my life. <laughs> so that's just me. Well, uh, yeah. And, and first of all, let me be clear. I agree with you. Anytime the government gets involved, it usually slows things down, makes things worse, even though some lawmakers have really pure intentions of course not all yeah. but some do yeah but but it gums shit up it really does like a, the joke uh, i'm here from the government i'm here to help scariest sense of the english language however i'm going to push back with sure. you a little bit i i you know you are a sophisticated consumer <laughs> you have a good bullshit detector you can tell Within reason, we all make mistakes. None of us is perfect. But for the most part, yeah, that's not AI. Mm. And that's not machine learning. You can do that. In fact, I think it's easier to do than when I buy a carton of eggs at the store right. and it says cage-free, free range. I don't know what I don't know what that really means. To me, right. free range is there's 5,000 acres and these chickens are running around. And then I believe the law is it's like eight yards. That's mm -hmm. free range, you know, which that doesn't sound free range, especially when you got 9,000 chickens in it, whatever. Right. I think because you're a sophisticated consumer, it's easy to to look at it from, the, from that perspective of it'll it'll sort itself out because you're right over time it will. But how many people get harmed while it's sorting itself out? Not mm -hmm. everybody is sophisticated. What about the elderly who gets scammed all the time? What about 
you know, people who maybe not under, not understanding that simply having a chat bot on your website is not AI and machine learning. I, I don't know. Again, I don't think, I mm -hmm. do not know the answer. And I don't think enacting laws that probably would overreach because we're a reactionary culture is the answer. I just don't think doing nothing is the answer either. So I, 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 I really struggle with this. You know, if it was just a marketing problem, I, I agree. It'll, it, it will sort itself out, but you know, people lose money on this stuff. People spend money and then they can't get it back or they buy things that don't, don't exist. You know, if we went back 25 years, maybe Halo wouldn't buy Starbelly, right? Halo bought Starbelly on the promise of this technology that didn't exist. And mm -hmm. the company had to file chapter 11 bankruptcy because of it. I, I see things like that happening. Yeah. No, and, and again, I'm not saying that people aren't being dishonest and that there won't be yeah. some ramifications from it. I just haven't heard any, like, okay, my website I has chat and it's AI sure. enabled. I, yeah, it's a bullshit statement, but I don't know how it affects me as a consumer that I'm either buying in or I'm not. Yeah. So I, I hear what you're saying. And so I'm not like saying absolutely not. I just haven't gotten my head around the idea of where it really feels like fraud to me. Right. And I'm just, and I'm pushing back because I wanted yeah. to have the conversation. Yeah. Yeah. hundred percent. I, I generally, I, I agree with you. Look, you, you and I have talked about uh, AI. I use AI often mm -hmm. uh, for creating stock photos and, and sure. you know, I have an image in my head, but I can't, you know, I don't have the, the graphic design skills to do it. So I use AI to help sometimes and I yeah. don't have a problem with that. So yeah. it was just an interesting conversation yeah, for sure. You know, as, as we, you know, as we, uh, this this technology advances and it goes faster and faster and faster every time we turn around. It's just pretty interesting stuff. All right, Kirby, do you have one more topic for us? Or no? Yeah, we'll make we'll, we'll we do done? one we super quick. Um, super quick. Yeah, because we're at thirty minutes. Uh, so yeah, just oh, cool. we've been wrapping up. Yeah, so just I just want to give a shout out, I guess, more than anything. Yeah. Um, the you know we got back from Vegas and we're talking about what we did for the week. And I think uh, yeah. I sometimes lose sight of the gauntlet that multi-line reps yeah. and factory reps go through oh, yeah. because the Vegas, Vegas is brutal. I was talking to one rep that had a show, a week yeah. of shows the week before Vegas. And of course you got ASI. Yeah. The Tom show yeah. happened right afterwards. So TISPA, OPA, and it's, it's Cincinnati, Columbus, Cleveland, oh. and Detroit. God love them. Yeah. I, I, the, I, it's no yeah. wonder everybody's sick. Uh, and it's no those folks, you know, I, I, I use the opportunity to talk to our team to say, Hey, let's give some grace on whether people get back to us quickly on email this week. I mean, it's just the, the lifestyle right. that they have to live for a month or two, man, kudos. And I, I don't, we can have a different debate on whether or not it's all worth it. Right. But yeah. And but we should kudos, not yeah. today, but we should. Yeah. We could, but kudos for all you yeah, guys out there killing it. It's hard work. I, I agree. The, the multi-line reps, it's funny. So some of these the supplier companies, I uh, Brandovate does some work for. Of course, I go visit their booths, thank them for being client, talk to them, you know, have that wonderful FaceTime that uh, a PPI Expo really affords. Yeah. Right? It's wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. And so my former business partner, Kelsey Cunningham, she's now a yeah. multi-line rep with Ben Norris, who's a good friend of both of ours. It was funny. So as I was hopping booth to booth on Tuesday, I know that the multi-line reps, you know, they rep maybe six, seven, eight companies. They're hopping from booth to booth. They spend an hour and a half in this booth, hour and a half in that booth and so on and so forth. 
and every I went to three straight booths, and Ben Norris was at all booths. <laughs> uh, it was like, w- w- stop following me. And then I tried to find Kelsey to say hi, and she was always in a different booth. I'm like, I could not. I, 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 and, and Ben showed me the schedule between X and Y, I'm in this, between Y and Z, I'm in this. Holy cow, how do they yeah. keep it straight? And then what you were saying, you add the extra layer of the regional shows and things like that, that, you know, the Tom Show, which is a great series of shows, but it immediately follows Expo and really does cater to those folks who didn't get out to Vegas. Right. Holy cow, I, I don't know how they do it either. So huge shout out to all yeah. the multi-line reps who really – uh, kind of some unsung heroes in, in our industry. I think you would you would agree, and yeah. you know they're a group. Uh, I think you and I would agree would would bear watching. But that's not the only thing that bears watching in our industry. Kirby, sure. not at all. It's our good pals over Bell promo. We talked about the three great products they've dropped in terms of uh, travel mugs, stainless steel tumblers, uh, and they have that forty ounce fully stainless steel inside outside. Uh, it, it compares with a, I, I don't want to say the word, but let's say the mug is manly, as it were, uh, rhymes with manly, uh, as low as eight eighty nine. Uh, you don't have to, here's things you don't have to watch though, with Bell Promo, their inventory, largest inventory, their minimums, low minimums, 12, and your wallet, the lowest pricing for printed in stock merchandise. Head over to bellpromo.com and they invite you, just watch us. Now, Kirby. I want to thank you for watching me podcast at a platinum level today. Wow, was I on fire. 